0: Welcome to the Plan Vision podcast where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hey there, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision podcast and I want to talk a little bit about something that um, I uh, come across and I get this information from clients and certainly uh, some really reputable people in the financial services industry that are commentators and produce a lot of very useful information about the value and importance of index investing use this as a part of conveying uh, how to build a portfolio and the importance of index investing. And that is what is known as backtesting. So I have uh, an opinion about backtesting because I get questions a lot from my clients that refer to the structure of their portfolios. How should they put together ETFs or mutual funds? And they're thinking about what to do based upon information they read that is research on investing. And primarily, much of this research is focused on looking back at the historical performance of different investments or different asset classes. So, back testing. I'll, I'll at least give my definition of what I think back testing is, and that is. Uh, research that's looking backward at how different assets or different investments have performed over time, and looking at how that performance impacts investors. It basically tests the performance of different data, uh, data, uh, data groups. Um, so you might look back at uh, periods of performance between small cap stocks and large cap stocks and bonds. And how have they changed over time? And what have been other factors that might have influenced the performance of different asset classes? So you use this research, or what is known as backtesting, to try and help you structure your portfolios. So here's what I believe, and then I'm going to get back to backtesting here in a moment. I have come to believe that it is really nothing more complicated than using a few of the following guidelines or philosophies in, in, in how I structure my portfolio. I do believe that diversification is very valuable and very important to reducing your risk and having good long-term success. I think low cost It is quite evident of the importance of low cost in improving your returns over time and that a lot of the costs that are attached to investments and advisory guidance simply don't provide value and end up just being a drag on your portfolio. Those are two of the most important aspects of what I look at in how I structure portfolios, simply being diversified and using low cost. And then also as a part of this, the other features might be just this whole idea that it is impossible to time the markets. The stock markets, the bond markets are themselves way too unpredictable. There's too many moving parts. There's too much emotion involved to have any sort of confidence that you can successfully predict or forecast where the markets are going. So if you, or if in my case, me, I don't use any backtesting. I simply want a well-diversified globally, globally globally-based low-cost portfolio. I don't try to guess where the markets are going. I don't time anything. I'm again, a militant low-cost investor. So because I have that approach or a part of the reason I have that approach, I guess is because I don't believe that backtesting I'm not interested in backtesting anymore, even though some of the, some really powerful voices will use backtesting to present information to consumers to help them make better informed decisions. And the idea behind backtesting is if you use backtesting and look back at the historical performance of different assets and asset classes and funds, is that hopefully you can glean that there are some patterns, that there is some cause and effect that would enable you to enhance or improve your portfolio. And I get it. I understand why people do that. People would, are interested in future opportunities. Are there, are, does backtesting reveal that small company stocks perform better? Or is, there, is the backtesting indicate or reveal that, for example, the permanent portfolio will provide more stability, for investors during periods during recessionary periods periods, and certainly a lot of the robo advisors, from what I can tell, they're using algorithms, which I presume to provide some sort of a, a way to structure a portfolio based upon historical performance numbers. However, I'm just not sold on this stuff anymore. After 25 years, I think that the data can be skewed significantly by the time frames that you happen to look at. My gosh, if you look back at, I don't know, 80, 90 years of market performance, the average rate of return, roughly 11, 12 percent, that's phenomenal return. Those are phenomenal return numbers. I really hope people aren't expecting those in the future. Uh, My concern is that you'll be significantly dissatisfied with what your performance, you know, uh, what your performance will work out to be. And, you know, if we're talking our 80, 90 period, in 80 or 90 years, virtually nobody has a time frame like that, particularly for those people that want to live off their money. They're talking about a much, warmer, much shorter time frame. I mean, there are entire decades where there has been no return, even periods longer than, my gosh, the period from 1928 to 1953, essentially here in the States, there was no growth in the markets. So investors by that point may have very well given up on the history of the stock markets. There's a lot more interest in bonds and their performance. So I, at this point, I'm just done with backtesting. If you're a client of mine, you don't have to send me an email saying, hey, Mark, I looked at this report or this blog where it showed about this history of performance. That's fine. If it helps you make a decision, then that's great. <laughs> but I'm not interested anymore in backtesting. And that's with some of the great people producing what is interesting information and research. What's most important to me, again, have a nice globally diversified or even just a U.S.-based uh, portfolio. Keep your cost as low as possible. Set a portfolio that works for your situation. And don't try to predict or guess or make bets on which way the market's going. And I think if you're doing those things, you don't really have to worry about what the, uh, what the backtesting research may reveal. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.